What is going on, guys, and welcome to the Maker Made Podcast, the pod about woodworking, content creation, running a business, and whatever else we come up with. Hosted by myself, Tyler of Westfall Woodco, and my best friend Brian from Dogwood Custom Builds. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Yo, 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 what's up, my brother? Welcome back. We're just going to do a quick catch up episode again. Just another quick, quick, quick catch up. <laughs> Uh, the theme here is uh, that we constantly do catch-ups, but, uh, you know, that's kind of what it is. So, hey, how's it going? Episode right. 51 of the Maker Made Podcast. What's going on, everybody? 51, dude? You know what's cooler than episode 51? What? Episode 52 when we do it in four weeks? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, man? Nothing much, man. Um, yeah, so uh, I think we kind of left off last week. You were about to get started on your craft fairs. I was knee-deep in house renos and shop yeah, move. Um, and I've been doing more or less the same. Uh, and I think we better give the people an update. How did the craft fair go? What are you doing right now? And all that fun stuff. Yeah, so that was uh, September. Um two weekends in a row were craft fairs and then my family came the the third weekend. Um, so it was just very hectic, no free time in the weekends. Um, but the first craft fair was a dedicated like craft fair. Like it wasn't just like a small flea market or anything. Like it was a huge, you know, thousands of people, tons of vendors, people were there to, to buy gifts you know, there's jewelry, um, barbecue sauce, you know, seasonings, earrings, whatever. Tons of is that tons new of- to you in terms of your uh, uh, craft fair experience? Like, it's just dedicated to people mm. like you. Uh, the one I did back in April or May, I think, was dedicated, but it was a lot smaller. It was just in like mm. a town square. This one was huge. Um, so, yeah, it went super well. I mean, I paid for that craft fair, the like the entry fee. I had bought three or four six-foot tables. I had bought a tent for the fairs, tablecloths. Anything that I had purchased for those events were covered by my my revenue, uh, oh, yeah. by my sales. So, like, just – I looked at my, like, square reader on Saturday night, and it was um, – like payment at 10.06, payment at 10.09, payment at 10.13, payment at 10.14. Like just nonstop people swiping cards. Sales, um, baby. Sunday was slower, but Sunday's in the Bible Belt. People aren't really going to fairs like that. The following weekend was the Collierville Balloon Fest. And that's where they do these hot air balloons. They have a carnival and all this other stuff. And then they have like three rows of tents for crafts and other things like that. Um, that one was brutal. I mean, I think I made two sales on Saturday and like three on Sunday. Uh, we left at like six o'clock on Sunday instead of 9 PM because it was just so boring. Um, that sucks. But to, uh, talk a little more to craft fairs. Number one is you got to take digital payment and it can't just be Venmo. Like you got to suck it up and get a square reader. Um, because, People don't always have enough cash for the items you have. And um, a lot of the millennials, some of them have Venmo, some don't. Mm-hmm. Just so much easier. 
Um, and I know, at least on my Square Reader, I think it's like 3% plus 10 cents. It's like very similar to Etsy. Mm -hmm. You can either add that to the sale, so they're being charged that, or you can just eat it yourself. So if you're worried about fees, um, just disclose that to your client and let them know that there's a 3% charge for credit, like done deal. For sure. It's funny you mentioned that actually, and I don't think you know this, but uh, Jobber actually, ironically, the sponsor of uh, this episode, has a card reader that they're affiliated with. Linked no with. Yes, yeah, so you can nice. use Jobber with a Super card reader. Crazy. I'll have to uh -huh. look into that sometime. Yeah, I actually completely forgot about that until just now. I don't personally use that. At least I haven't yet, but I plan to in the near future. So that's a little tidbit. tidbit. If you uh, haven't already, go check out Jobber at the link in our bio and uh, start your free trial and get yeah. a discount when you start your membership. But that's cool. So, uh, I mean, how do you feel about the two craft fairs? Obviously, the first being more successful. Do you still think that you came out on top or does oh, it yeah. kind of just like wash you out? No, it was definitely kind of came out on top. And now a lot of those things that I was saying the craft fair revenue covered, you know, tent, tables. I mean, that stuff's not a fire and forget. Like I'll have those for years. So, right. Um, but that was just kind of my, my cost to entry, right? I needed those things to do those events. Um, but then another thing someone asked me was what sold the most, right? And back in May at that craft fair, I think I sold nine or 10 epoxy river or charcuterie boards. Could not like, keep them like, like shaped or just rectangle ones, like the rectangular ones with the cabinet handles and the rubber feet could not make them or like could not keep them in stock. Um, but this weekend or the two in September was very like evenly spread. I sold a handful of knives. I sold a couple of those epoxy boards. I sold some regular wooden cutting boards. I sold a flag, the little bottle hmm. openers, coasters. Like it was just, there's no one item that I like have to make more of. It was like a little bit of everything. And I think that was important that people come into the tent and they see like a little bit, you know, multiple things, multiple yeah, different and they, Price might, points, different yep, sizes, and that's different the thing. styles. They don't want to grab that $175 epoxy board, but they might want to grab um, a $20 bottle opener or a $40 set of coasters. You got, got to have a few things. And we've talked about that before. You just got to have a few things on those lower price points um, to oh, kind of yeah. keep you going. Unless you're crazy epoxy and you have like 600 epoxy river boards and you have all different colors and species and people can pick and choose. But um, I just don't have that. Um, like inventory but yeah so i think a little bit of everything goes a long way so i one of the questions that i was dreaming up um is i, I was curious about how the all the different types of inventory would play out but i can't see a situation where that would not always be a positive to have multiple different things you know like whereas like if you go to a tent that sells candles like how many different candle other than smells how many different like it's not gonna be the same jar kind of thing you know what i'm saying oh, so yeah i guess i was gonna be say like you look at it a little differently than I would because um, you kind of just made like whatever you felt like you wanted to make. Yeah. And, you know, you had like, let's say like five of each item, which was awesome. Well, like, let, let me ask you this. How many flags did you bring? You said you sold a flag. How many did you bring? One because I've had it for oh, a yeah. year and a half. <laughs> right? It's been hanging up in your house and you just pulled yeah. it off the wall for this event. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know what? I did that with that. I made that epoxy coffee. There's table. nothing wrong with that, by the way. Obviously, you've had success with selling shit like that. So that works out great. Well, I had that, a black epoxy coffee table that I made with uh, Olagan, I think, where I used like eight gallons of epoxy on it because I made it super dumbly. That's a new word, dumbly. 
uh, and very. Is that heavy. the one that was like the waterfall edge? No, with no. The redwood. The it was like the my uh, my YouTube video that got like twenty views in like eight mm. months. At the very end, I'm watching Die Hard cracking the beer. <laughs> I remember that now. Um, There's no way that only got twenty views. No, it was like sixty. Um, oh, sick! You're good. <laughs> but that one, perfect. That I mean, it has. Probably seven and a half to eight gallons of epoxy. Right there is at like eight hundred dollars. Um, all of that was free epoxy to me, and it's been sitting in my foyer, blocking my front door. That I know I don't use the front door. That's like my storage area um, <laughs> for eight months. And I brought it there, and I told his family I was like three hundred dollars takes that right now. And because it didn't do, it didn't cost me anything to make. Everything mm-hmm. I had was already purchased. And the epoxy was free. Granted, that undermines the epoxy river table market in the area. But <laughs> at that point, I don't care. $300 is 300 bucks. Yeah. I guess, so, it, well, and plus you told them too that you're, they were getting a good deal. So it's not like they're going to go expect that from someone else, I imagine. So I think yeah. you're in the clear there. Uh-huh. But uh, that's, okay, I just pulled it up. Yeah, you get 231 views. It's the <laughs> Atlas Cedar Epoxy River End Table. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Your uh, dust right dust collection videos. You got thirty one thousand views. That's pretty dope, dude. Just want to thank God, my family, my friends, everyone that got me here today. That's pretty good. And you don't have like a super edited like thumbnail either. Like that could account for something. Like yeah, some I more thought the thumbnail too. for the Atlas one was better, but again, I I don't really do editing very well. So for yeah, thumbnails, it's, it's hard. I really hope that I, I'm going to try to YouTube video here in the near future. I have three filmed right now. I See, have... that's when I just like delete footage. Like if, so if I hard. filmed something so long ago, <laughs> I just completely lose interest. And I don't even remember what I filmed. This is so I'm just like, video. I'm just not going to do it. This is the late video I was supposed to post by August 1st. Oof. Oh, well, that's the one. The, the company... I don't know if you've already said the company, but they have made a lot of mistakes along the process. So it's not like it's your fault. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I mean, it's all filmed, edited in, it's edited in LumaFusion. All I have to do is do the voiceover and post it. Oh, for like, well, that could be a fickle bitch. Um, And then I have one for a, the cabinet I just made for my mini fridge, my wine cooler. Sorry. I'm not in college anymore. I have to call it a wine cooler. (laughs) <laughs> um, pinkies up and uh the other one is that blue bread knife with the blue handle um and oh, i think those one? will both be really cool but there's just no desire there's just no desire to do it right now yeah i get that well that's a, i mean i can absolutely relate to that because obviously i went through a massive content lull myself um and i guess it would probably i have to imagine it's discouraging having a poorly performing youtube video but you've only posted what four long format videos and one of them i feel like that one's gotta you get a little you gotta get a little hyped from that 31k video you know carry that shit over somehow well that's what i was trying (laughs) but we know how social media is sometimes they take off and i know um we have a, a mutual friend of ours that is making a push towards YouTube. Um, and uh, his most recent video flopped and he was really mad about it or upset about it, I should say, <laughs> which is reasonable, right? Like you put a lot of effort into a video and it doesn't do right. well. It sucks. Um, but it's just like the nature of the beast. Just, you know, 
Sometimes yep. they take off and sometimes they don't. This isn't pandemic social media anymore where you can post anything and it'll pop off. <laughs> Get 100,000 views on a drawer slide video. Yeah. Oh, man, those were the days. But, yeah, I agree with that. I th- I'm, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited and not excited to take the dive myself. I've been saying I've been waiting for, like, the, the right deal to come around, like the right deal with the sponsor um, mm-hmm. to really push me to start making a YouTube video. I think that was kind of like the same with you with that desktop or uh, dust. What was the company? Rockler. No. What, yeah, who makes Rockler. that? Yeah, yeah, That Rockler Dust Rockler, Collector. Dustrite, I think. Uh, yeah, Dustrite's their brand. They're whatever but it's one of those things that for that i got lucky right i i didn't have anything on youtube and i was like hey i'll make you a youtube video and they were like sure cool um the second epoxy the epoxy video that flopped it was more like just me trying to just continue youtube without really having a sponsor or really interesting project in mind it was like a, hey i'm gonna make this coffee table and you guys can watch me like that was mm-hmm. basically the the voiceover was there's no real value added it was just like hey watch me do this um <laughs> and i can say that now looking back which i i thought about redoing the voiceover and then reposting it mm-hmm. um but i have three other videos that i have to do and <laughs> <laughs> there's just no desire uh i gotcha yeah, anyways um that's where i'm at how about you? How's your all your Reno Reno Nevadas Renos? <laughs> um, I guess that all the main renovations, like big dusty projects, are done. Thank God. Um, now all that we really have left is baseboards and uh, painting the cabinets, and that's pretty much it in terms of renovations. Um, I'm sure we'll constantly be doing little things here and there, but nothing super serious. So that's very refreshing. We're like officially moved in and can relax and, you know, enjoy our weekends laying down and watching TV in the living room or hanging out in our front room or whatever. So we've just been kind of working on filling up, getting some furniture. We still don't have a dining table. Um, I have a project coming up to build me like a behind the sofa table. That'll be Mm. cool. That's something that I want to put on a YouTube video. So we'll see how that goes because that could be a cool one. So I do have one oak beam in my shop that is super twisted and i think there's nails in it so i gotta do some serious cleanup but it is like four by six or even like five by eight humongous like hundred year old oak beam and uh i want to turn it into something cool like a behind the sofa table um but it is so heavy and (laughs) yeah whatever but you gotta buy a metal detector make sure there's not nails or bullets or anything a magnet or something yeah well, I, was, my, I plan to just do all the milling on my bandsaw. Um, if it dies, it dies. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll try to get a free one and do a video for it. <clears throat> there you go. Um, yeah. So, um, but you got uh, you had some pretty big updates with your actual shop, right? Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. I can't even believe the order of operations. So like all the tools are in, inside and roughly in place. Spent a couple days last week running power and all that stuff. And I'm, I did it myself again. And I'm seriously so glad I did it. Just the money saved. And I'm getting better at it, which is nice, obviously, because got to make sure that stuff's up to code. Um, and yeah, so that's really cool. I put a spindle on my CNC. Got all the 220 ran. 
I got a new outfeed table built. I got a new CNC table built. Um, we have a few more cabinet ideas that we're going to do over the span of the next couple of weeks. Got my wood racks hung up. Okay. I got uh, all my extra lumber moved over. Um, and I'm taking projects. I mean, we're making stuff in there now, so that's pretty exciting. It's nice to have some money coming in again from woodworking projects. Yeah. Um, but man, like I'm very happy with the way things are playing out. Good. And uh, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week, but I will officially have AC in my shop for the first time in five years. So that's pretty insane. I can't, I like, I can't believe that that's actually happening. It's gonna, it's gonna make the world of a difference. I even for mine, I uh, mine got clogged. My drainage, I have a mini split, mm-hmm. and it was spilling water into the shop. Like all of the exhaust was going into the shop. Ooh. and so i hooked up a, uh so i just turned it off I'm like whatever i don't need it and then one day I'm, I'm sweating over my table saw thinking that i'm gonna trip my breaker just by being sweaty and you know it hitting the water mm-hmm. uh, on the saw stop oh so tripping I, the saw stop yeah the cartridge I, yeah i finally uh it's like whatever I, I vacuumed it and i could hear it like like the vacuum run really high rpm and then thump, and it just pulled <laughs> out the the clog and then Hell yeah turned it back on i was like dude it took 20 seconds for me to fix that and i was sweating <laughs> in my shop for like three weeks in august in 80 percent humidity like what an idiot do you do you run a dehumidifier at all no but the i think that's what the that mini split does oh takes the humidity it. out and then makes a big puddle next to my shop Gotcha. Yeah, that was uh so with because we have the shop spray foam insulated. Yep. Um, which is super cool, but the guy stressed that you should make sure that whatever AC unit goes in there. Like I couldn't put a swamp cooler in there because it would just turn into like a swamp in there because there's no way for the moisture to escape. Okay. And it would just stay because the the spray foam insulation is like watertight, I believe. Okay. Um, so, so it would just be horrible in there. So my AC oh. units uh, have like a dehumidifying stage yeah. to it. So that's nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I plan on, yeah, we got some like dust filters that we got to put up. Was that what was clogging the lines is like dust or no, what? Probably. So it's probably dust in the air. And then uh, my filters were pretty much clogged. I took the filters out, sprayed them out. And then I also vacuumed out some type of clog in that downspout. Cause my, my mini splits up on the, towards the ceiling and then the drainage goes outside so some somewhere there was a a clog gotcha but it turned out okay yeah that's i'm i'm freaking just so stoked and then once that comes the acs come we'll get that hooked up pretty quick and then it's going to be freaking a life of luxury in there not gonna lie and then yeah are you gonna work with the garage closed now I'll have to. And I've made sure that like my table saw is like 10 feet away from the garage door. So I could still operate it with full length boards if need be. Um, which kind of sucks because it takes away a lot more space than I would like, but it's better in the long run. Yeah. Especially because before I couldn't even operate the table saw with the garage closed in my last shop. So, but yeah, definitely gotta have the door closed to keep the air in. Gotta mm-hmm. keep that bot air inside. Heck as yeah. My dad would say. Um, and then, Oh, something else exciting. I am uh, officially changing my company name to Westfall Metal Co. Just kidding. No, I'm not. But uh, I did get a welder. <laughs> so that's crazy. <laughs> oh, I just got it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, 
So that's going to be something that will be fun for me to learn uh, kind of on the side and also eventually incorporate into my projects and offer as a service to customers, hopefully, if I get half decent at it. Um, but it, I'm excited because I kind of needed like a passion project. What I've been realizing over the past couple months is that like I, I took a break from golfing this summer. I just wasn't playing well enough. And I think it was heat related. You know, after like 12 holes, I just get exhausted. So I took time away from that. And it also saves money, of course, with the new house. Um, but I realized like that t- took away a hobby, which was like a big stress reliever and escape from reality kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked up, I actually started building Legos, which is kind of a totally random thing that I took upon, but those are actually pretty fun for anyone who hasn't tried them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels kind of nerdy to say, but they're a good time. And I never played with them as a kid. So that's I'm probably like reliving that childhood stage, I guess, that I never got to live with. Um, so and then welding, it, welding, you're just, you're just experiencing it for the first time. Yes, exactly. That's the better way to say it. I know. You're genius, but uh, a big brain. yeah, and then welding. So welding will be an interesting journey. I haven't even tried. I just built a welding cart, got the welder, got the mask, got the gas, got the wire, all that stuff. So I'll be diving into that here in the next week or two. I'll definitely be posting some content around it. But other than that, man, just same old, same old. Got some sick new holiday templates out, actually. Shameless plug. Uh, I'm going to fire over a little care package to you to show you a few designs that I got. I don't know why I haven't done some of these in the past. Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of lazy with making new templates, but these ones are sick. So if you uh, want to go check them out, you don't look at my website yet, Doggy, because I don't want to surprise you. But for anyone else listening, just go. Uh, <laughs> anyone else listening, go check them out and see if you want to grab some. But that's pretty much it. Oh, oh, another thing. You were griefing me. Uh, recently that uh, you missed the laser cut templates over the CNC cut templates. And uh, I can officially say that in the very, very, very near future, I will be going back to laser cut templates. Thank goodness. Actually, that's, they were just, they just looked so good. They just looked look so look clean. Mm-hmm. Um, what that was laser the, cut uh, edge? Yeah. What, um, what would you get moving forward on that one? What? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, you're getting a laser soon? Details to come later. We'll talk about that later on. Next n- next episode, off air, off air. Off air, off air. And um, uh, I, that's pretty much it. Like I said, that's uh, just same old, same old outside of that. Good. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Same old, same old, two-step. Yeah. Um, cool. And on that note. Let's wrap it up. We'll see you guys in four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, Always good catching up, Doggo. Hope uh, whoever's listening is having a great day, great week, great month, uh, great summer. Summer's coming to an end. Is summer technically over, summer's or how over. does that work? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's October. Like a week. It's two. still kind of summery here because it's like 197 degrees right now Dude, at it three is o'clock. So but... beautiful here. We're getting like 40s <laughs> in the morning. Frost. Oh my um, gosh, it's so nice. But we, I hope we someone got, got something out of the episode. Ho- hopefully, my craft fair. Um, non expertise is at least you can learn from my mistakes and get something out of it. Uh, and if you didn't, you're stupid and you should go elsewhere. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Just kidding. Just kidding. He's just trying to be funny. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> and on that note, thanks, Java, for sponsoring this episode. I think it's time we peace out of here. Peace. 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 peace, peace. peace, peace.